get the mic. Honey, I got something to say. Ooh, I like that. Can you turn that up for me? No, like, it's Maja. But you know, Maj for short. <laughs> Ask Maj. What's up, what's up? It's your girl, Maj, and we are back with another episode of Eggs Maj, the podcast where I'm spilling all the real tea. Y'all, we are one episode away from the season finale, so this is the second to last. Can you believe that this is the end of the season and my one-year anniversary of Ags Maj podcast is coming up? I cannot believe it's been one whole year, um, but I'm not going to get too much into it because I have something super special planned for the season finale, so we'll get into that um, on on the actual season finale. But I got a really bomb interview um, for you. I'm talking to, uh, his name is Jamal Averett, and he and I go way back. Uh, we were at A&T together in college, and we end up uh, becoming uh, Mr. and Miss A&T together. Um, and so uh, that's my king, and we've been such good friends ever since. And so he's has such an amazing story about uh, taking a leap of faith and moving to L.A. Um, on a whim, just on 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 a step of faith. Um, and living his dream, living his life. So I think that his story uh, will be inspiring to a lot of people. It has inspired me in so many ways. Um, he just has so much knowledge and wisdom that he's gained from this 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 crazy but amazing transition. So we'll get to that in just a second. But I actually wanted to steal my Maj moment from our conversation. Um, and so during the interview, interview, uh, you know, I asked him about his advice for, you know, other people who want to take that leap of faith, but, you know, are scared, are afraid, you know, have doubt, have worry, are anxious about just making that big of a move. And when I say move, I don't necessarily mean just physically, like moving to, to a different location, but just a, a new move in your life in your career and your relationship, whatever that may be, um, and so I asked him about, you know, what his advice was, you know, when you when you have all that fear and all of that doubt and all of that anxiety. He was like, Maja, just do it. He was like, just do it. And so when I when, when as he was talking, I just was thinking, you know, those fears, those bills, your family, your friends, none of that is going away. So regardless if you choose to do what you want to do or you choose not to do what you want to do, whether you choose to take that leap of faith or you don't choose to take that leap of faith, uh, whether you choose to step out of your comfort zone or choose not to step out of your comfort zone, none of that stuff is going anywhere. Those bills are still going to be there. (laughs) Your friends' opinions are still going to be there. Your family's opinions are still going to be there no matter what you do. So at the end of the day, it's about, you know, what you taking that leap of faith because you believe that this is your purpose because God has given you a vision that only you and him can understand. So the Maj moment for the day, for the week, for the hour, for the month, for the year is however long you need it. Is stop thinking about it and just do it. I don't know who needs, who needs to hear this, but honey, just do it. Stop thinking about it. Stop asking people for their opinions. Stop fearing. Stop worrying. Stop being so anxious. Just do it, honey. Pray about it and do it. If you believe that this is your true calling, that that this is your purpose, do it. What are you waiting for? Why are you wasting time? Just do it. 
So that is the Maj moment for this week. And we are going to jump right into this interview because I am so excited uh, for you all to hear his story and, and just how he's overcome just so many different things, homelessness. And uh, I, I don't want to tell his story. I want him to tell his story, but, but he's overcome so many different things. Um, and he just refuses to give up even after obstacle after obstacle after obstacle he refuses to give up because he feels that he he believes that he has a god-given purpose to do what he is doing so uh, let's jump right into it hello hello oh, come on come on background let me tell you let me tell you this is my little i had a <laughs> i love it no but you know i wanted to bring you on because um, I think a lot of people have been inspired by your story. Um, yeah. and so real quick, just a couple of fun facts about Jamal. Um, Jamal and I went to ANT together and we end up becoming Mr. and Miss uh North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University together. So if you yes. <laughs> if you hear me call him King, that's why. Crazy um, thing a lot. I, I I found this shirt just for you today. Oh my gosh, I have mine in my drawer. Yes, I cannot. Yes, I love it. Okay, let me get my light together because I feel a little um, too bright. Hold on. I know, I know, I know. This little lamp be, I feel like too bright. Oh, you got, you got different levels. Okay. I got levels, honey. It's levels to this. Okay, so I'm just going to turn it down a little bit. Um... Okay, there we go. I think I can deal with that. Okay, so yes, um, and like I said, so Jamal and I have a crazy history, um, and we've known each other for a while. Well, well, since since uh, college, I guess, but we've become. Like I feel this crazy, my. I feel like we didn't really like we knew of each other like freshman year, sophomore year, but it's like I feel like junior year is that when we like we started running. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But it seems so much longer than that, right? Like it seems like we've been friends for a long time. Um, but Jamal's story is so inspiring. Um, and I'm going to let him kind of jump into this in a second. But uh, like I said, we, we both went to A&T together. And maybe two to three years after graduating, Jamal picked up all his stuff and moved to L.A. to chase a dream, chase his dream. Um, and so it's it's been history ever since. So like I said, I don't want to go too much into detail because I want him to tell his story. Um, so Jamal, tell us about your story. What What is your story? Yeah, so, okay, so, shout out to my queen, 81, like, (laughs) super, 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 super grateful that I got a chance to make it on the podcast, so proud of you, queen, you truly are just doing freaking phenomenal, I'm just so proud of you, man, but, um, thank you, yeah, I'm from originally from North Carolina, and, um, I, you know, growing up, I grew up in a single parent home, my dad wasn't, wasn't in my life, my dad at all, so, I, didn't, I always had this visual kind of this life, what I wanted to be growing up. And so, you know, when I went to A&T, you know, going through that and, you know, graduating after 2016 and and you already know after becoming Mr. and Mrs. Like it's so much expectations on what people you should be doing at the college or, you know, people think you could have to this job or people think you should be doing this, doing that. And, you know, I, I kind of felt under, under pressure, you know what I mean? So. I got this amazing opportunity when I graduated college to work at a company called Oracle in DMV area, which is an amazing opportunity. It afforded me to get my master's while I was there. So I was super, super grateful for the opportunity. Uh, but it got to a point, I remember I was getting ready to turn 25 and I came to visit LA. I came to visit LA, I've never been to LA before ever. And so when I came to visit, it was just, 
the energy in the like it's weird it's just like i felt like i belong i don't know how i don't know what avenue i ain't know what way but i felt like i belong in this industry in this air and so after i left uh i went to stay with one of my close friends Chantel, at the time shout out to Chantel, uh and she let me stay with her and then she just kind of gave me the whole run and kind of the acting business so here i am you know what i'm saying coming from a corporate background not really knowing thing about acting entertainment industry just kind of jumping into it and it's, it's just something I, I say this all the time. You get a feeling and you get a feeling when you know that you have to do an opportunity or make a move. It's hard to explain. You can't really talk about it. People don't really understand it. Kind of like, where is this coming from? When did you want to become an actor? Like, there's so many things that people just like, what are you, what's going on? But I knew I had to make a jump. And I just feel like I was just getting comfortable. And I hate being comfortable because I feel like I, I, I can't grow when I'm in a comfortable space. And so I just packed in my bags. I remember 25th, um, I went to go visit LA in March uh, 2019. And I said, you know what, I'm gonna just do it. I'm gonna move to LA, I don't know how, but I'm gonna just do it. And so I moved May 20, 22nd. And so before I moved, I just took my wife, my whole phone okay out. Um, but no, before I did that, before I went my whole phone okay out, I took a loan out and I just, I told my, I, my job and I was moving. So I kind of did some really like, you know, just walk by faith and not by, <laughs> something, you know what I mean, situation. And I just did it and just uh, you know, and I'm gonna be honest, it was it was a tough, it was a tough, 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 tough time. And I know we'll talk about it more in detail, but I just kind of I knew that it was something that I needed to do and that I wanted to do. And I'm so glad I did it because a lot of times I just didn't want to live life in the what if. And I know that we all are called to do great, great things on different platforms, like whether it's LA, whether it's starting a podcast, whether it's doing whatever, starting to watch business, whatever it might be. But when you call and you know that you call, like can't nothing or anyone stop you, get this feeling, you get this pull, and you just want to just keep on going. Absolutely. Yes. And, and don't don't jump too ahead because because I, I got know. some questions for you. Um, so so is it safe to say that you are pursuing an acting career, acting and entertainment? Is that safe to say? Yes. Yes. Full time actor, um, director, but like like writer. But for, for the most part, like acting wholeheartedly for sure, like just training wholeheartedly. Acting for OK. 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 Good stuff. So I know you mentioned kind of like when you were young, this was something that you were you know, interested in. So I guess my question is more specifically, when did you know, you know, this was the path that, that you wanted to take? Like, when did you know you wanted to be an actor and an entertainer? Like, when did you know that? You know, I think it's crazy. I think I knew, you know what I'm saying, like prior, because I remember when I was like in church, and you know, I grew up in church, we would go up in church, you know what I'm saying? But we used to do like little plays and stuff, but I just never thought that I was enough, you know what I mean? And I kind of go back to my mm. mind. You know, being a bigger kid and you know dealing with low self esteem, and I think you know we, we know this about myself, but I remember moments I used to wrap like tape around my whole entire body. You know what I'm saying? And I just I never felt loved. It called me to deal with so many things from low self esteem, depression, dealing with homosexuality. It was just so much that I was dealing with at that time. I didn't feel like I was enough to. I didn't I didn't feel prepared. I didn't feel like I was equipped to um, to show the world my gifts. And so as I got older and I started kind of losing the way and I kind of started proving to myself that I can do something. Um, that's when things started kind of, you know what I'm saying? I realized like, as long as you work out hard at something, you stay true and committed, you can do it. And I think, uh, of course, after, you know, going through the, like doing Mr. And Mr. Anthony with you and, you know, like, you know, being on that opportunity, that platform, it really kind of opened my eyes to know that everything that we've been through, like our scars, our mistakes, like those are what needed to, to make someone else smile. And once I realized that, it's like, you know what? I'm gonna just do this entertainment industry, you know what I'm saying? Like, and just to be able to, for one, tell stories and be able to tap into these characters and detail these narratives of kind of like a person, whether it is, you know, 
them, you know, going out and, you know what I'm saying, doing a football career, whatever it might be, but just telling stories and let people know that, you know what I'm saying, you could do this too. So I think it was a lot of things that kind of led me to realize that I, this is the path that I wanted to. But I think the most part was like the biggest thing, the biggest lesson was I want to be able to tell stories because it took me a while to want to be comfortable in my own skin. So now I'm comfortable in my own skin. I want to be able to to tell the different stories out here and help people, you know what I'm saying, get better in different ways. Right, right. And I love what you said about um, you hate being comfortable, right? Like you feel like nothing is accomplished when you're comfortable. Like you feel like, you know, the magic essentially is is what happens outside of your comfort zone. Um, yeah. So one thing you talked about was kind of taking that leap from or that transition from corporate straight into entertainment, right? So for those of you who don't know, Oracle is a, is a major tech company. Yeah. Um, and Jamal went straight from Oracle, straight from tech directly into entertainment. So what what was that transition like for you? Like how, how was that transition for you? Honestly, my, it was tough, bro. Like, it was tough. <laughs> like, it was literally tough because I'm like, I just, I got comfortable. Like I was comfortable in like, you know, that living, you get comfortable making a certain amount of money. You know what I mean? Like whether you just, you just, you don't, you're not used to having to ask anybody for nothing. Like you just, you're stable, you're comfortable. You know what I'm saying? So it was a big level of uncomfortability. When I tell you in order to do anything, you have to be stretched. You have to be stretched past your capacity. Like you may like, it was just a journey. And I remember when I was going through the journey, I was like, you know what, Jamal, like, is this really kind of what you want to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? You're going from making a certain amount of money every two weeks. And you know what I'm saying? Like, you happen to be a server. I remember when I first moved to LA, like I was serving record at a gym and cleaning up tables. You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing, nothing, there was nothing ever wrong with that, but it's like, it's a big, it's a big different. You know what I'm saying? It's different than what you're used to. And so you kind of go through that that stage of like, you know, is this kind of what you want to do? And it's like, it's different energy out here in LA as well too. So it's like coming from a small town, like I'm very, very, you know, genuine kind of how I do certain things. So I just kind of had to be very, very mindful of who I let people in because I'm such a, I let, I be, just let everybody in, you know what I'm saying? So it was a, it was a big gap, but I think, I thank God for those those experiences, like working at the tech company and going to and going to get my education because those things it got that grind in me. You know what I'm saying? When you got right. that grind, like it don't matter. Like you're gonna be good as long as that grind is good and you good and you know where you come from. Like can't nobody tell anything about you or try to do anything or try to like navigate you or do anything to tear you down because you know who you are at the end of the day. Right, right. I love that. You know, it's very interesting. You talked about, you know, kind of working that nine to five and becoming comfortable, right? Stable. Like, you know, you get out of college, you're working this great job. You don't have to ask anybody for anything. You know, you're paying your bills. <laughs> um, you know, you're taken care of. You can kind of move how you want because you know that check is coming, you know, every week or every two weeks. Yeah. So I love how you how you talked about that. So this was a major leap for you, right? Because you were coming from this place of stability, like, I'm good. I can move how I want. I can do what I want. I don't have to ask anybody for anything. I'm in a stable place. I have a great job yeah. um, to, to moving into like, I don't know what the heck is about to happen. Yeah. So, so I, where, where did that courage come from? Like, how, first of all, pulling yourself out of a comfortable place is already extremely tough, but yeah. pulling yourself out of a, not only comfortable, but stable place into a place of the unknown is, now is extremely scary. So where, 
where did that courage come from? Because you talked about, you know, not feeling like you were enough or not feeling like you were ready to share your, you know, your dreams or, or uh, what'd you say, your talents, your gifts yeah. with the world. So where did that courage come from? You know, you talked about, I went to visit LA. This is my first time. Yeah. You know, and then three or four months later, I was out. You know, like, I don't know, like, I just really, I really, like, honestly, I get so hyped talking about this because I got tired of just, like, saying, like, I can do this, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can, like, be just like this person. I'm like, you know what? Like, I, I had to be confident, like, in my talents of what I knew that God has given me. And it's like, honestly, it was really one of the things where it's just like, when you know, you just know. And I just kind of had to look at my situation. I'm like, you know what? I had just turned 25. Shout out to, shout out to you for throwing out the biggest 25 party for me. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? If I look, like, I look at things like this. I look at my age, like, it's fives, right? So I'm like, you know what? I'm round up to 30. So I'm like, you know what? Like, this, this, when I turned 25, I'm like, you know what? I got to move. Whatever I want to do right now in my life, if I don't do it now, I'm not saying I can't do it, but I don't want to wait too late. And so me turning 25, that that really was a big motivation for me because I'm like, you know what? 25 round and that's 30, you know what I'm saying? So I'm okay. like, it got to be serious. It got to be intentional. If I'm not happy, I can't be in it. If I'm not, if it's not making me better, I, I just, I can't waste any more time. You know what I'm saying? Because time is valuable. And, you know, I, I just kind of know like kind of where my family and kind of what I want to be able to provide for my family and just people around me and opportunities. And I'm like, you know what? It's going to take somebody like in our corner, in our circle, because we hear about all of these stories, these success stories, the Steve Harvey's, the, uh, the Tyler Perry's, the Taraji P. Henson's, all of these people who, who took a chance on themselves and look at them now, great, successful entrepreneurs, actors, like writers and everything like that. But when was that story going to be like, when, like who? Like, I want it to be like, I guess my question for me, I'm like, you know what, Jamal, like, if you want to do this, if you want that story to be you, you got to act on that obedience. You got to act on that faith. And so I got kind of, I, I really, really got tired of telling people, you know what I'm saying, walking your purpose. And, you know, I also, you know, I also didn't want to make sure to speak it, of course, but I kind of got tired of preaching that. And I wasn't really, I, was, I really wasn't listening to my own self, what I was preaching. I wasn't practicing what I was preaching. Mm. So my thing is, I'm like, I can't be no hypocrite. So I need to make sure, like, if I'm saying, do what you need to do and follow your dreams. I'm doing that. So for me, it's just about, you know what? Just turn a vision, seeing the, seeing the vision, seeing the goal and just um, push it forward no matter what, no matter what obstacles come your way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and speaking of obstacles, what, what were some of the things that, that you faced? And, you know, I, I, I love that you talked about, you know, some of the people that inspire you, that you look up to your, your Tyler Perry's, your, your Taraji's, you know, I think of like Oprah. Oh my God. Like, okay. I Pop, like, uh. Yes. Okay. Hey, Jamie. Um, you but know, but, but even those, even though those people inspire you, your story is still going to be a little bit different. Um, and I say that to say, um, it kind of goes into my next question. I want to talk about, you know, what obstacles you face. And for those of you who are listening, understand that, like, I like to talk about challenges of, of my stories, yeah. of other people's stories, not because this is what your story is going to look like, but to talk about how you overcame. Yeah. Um, and so it goes for you too, for those who are listening, you know, whatever challenges that you are dealing with, it's not about the challenges, you know, being the same as somebody else's or your story being similar to somebody else's. It's about how you individually and uniquely overcame those challenges. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, so in that, what, what obstacles did, did you face in that transition of, of moving to LA and really becoming, I guess, acquainted and assimilated to that LA life? <laughs> I don't even know where to start because <laughs> it just, it's one of those things where it's like, 
you get back up, it's always gonna be something. You know what I mean? Like when I tell you this, Maja, one thing I learned this past two years, cause it's about to be two years in May of this year. I know, it's my birthday. He left for my birthday, y'all. Let me say that, I'm still salty, okay? Anyway, oh, that's crazy. I literally, it's crazy. I felt like I didn't really tell anybody either. I know, oh, I know, Chell. It was crazy. It was crazy because like, even sometimes like, I don't know, but like, when I say about the obstacles, like it's crazy because I remember when I had first got out here, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, one thing that I think we all struggle with is pride. Oh Lord, that pride, that pride, that pride, that pride. <laughs> that's, that's really the word for me. Because when you when you're doing, when you're when you're doing something different, when you're doing something new, when you're doing that something that hasn't necessarily have not been done in your facility of kind of people that you could maybe reach out to and ask about their experiences you're really kind of learning from trial and error. It's nobody else you can really, unless, you know, outside of YouTube videos, you can kind of, but it's different when you actually know that person at that touch, you can call somebody up. So everything for me, I'm like, you know what? Like, I gotta just, I gotta just do it. So I remember when I first moved out here, I was actually sleeping in my car because um, it was a long story short, I, I'm gonna keep it real short, but long story short, I had a friend um, who I knew who was already in LA, already out here. And so we was gonna be roommates together. And so, uh, long story short, he kind of he he dropped the ball and et cetera, as far as like, not on his other half, as far as like, you know what I'm saying, uh, for the rent for our new spot. So I ended up kind of being without a place to stay. And I had shipped my car and everything out here uh, a week prior to me actually flying out here to LA. And so I shipped all of my stuff out here and uh, he kind of flaked on me, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't really kind of have no place to stay because we were supposed to actually move into like the, my spot. I got here on Wednesday and we were supposed to move into my spot on that Friday. So I had to end up staying for what our mutual friends and stuff for about two days. And so long story short, um, I just had no place to stay, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm pretty sure I could have, but you know what I'm saying? When you when you when you are very when you're in a when you're in a new when you're in a new season of your life and it's like you wanna you wanna make sure like make people feel like you have everything together. And I, you know what I'm saying? I was kinda, you know what I'm saying, mature because I that was something I just, you know, some something sometimes we always deal with. We don't want people knowing that we have we, we going through something, you know what I'm saying? So I was sleeping in my car, I never forget like and I'll never forget like I went into this spa, it's this place called <laughs> Spa, it's like downtown LA. And I was like in my car seat or whatever. And like the security guard came knocking on the door, was like, you gotta leave. And I would just remember just feeling so low, feeling so empty. And just, I was like, you know what, God, like, is this is this kind of what I wanted to do? And even earlier that day, my car had got broken into, like, um, and it was just a lot of stuff going on. And then I'm, I remember me vividly, like taking showers at Planet Fitness and just going through all of these, like, things that maybe I couldn't, I, I honestly didn't have to go through, but me, but me having that pride issue and like, not wanting people to know kind of what I'm going through, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was tough. And so fast forward, you know what I'm saying? I ended up getting my new spot, which is great. But even through that, like I, like I mentioned, it was tough because I, you know what I'm saying? Working at a, uh, being a server and working at a gym and just going through all of the things that like, you know, that you just never knew you had to go through. It was tough. And I remember it was times where like, I had to ask people for like money for rent and just so many things that was going on. Like, I felt like I just wanted to really just quit, like quit and give up. And I never forget, uh, I ended up wiping. I ended up wiping my whole entire phone on K out. It got to the point where it's like, you know what, Jamal, if you really want this go, if you want this dream, you don't have no bread, you don't have no money. So it's like you gotta do it. And I wipe everything out. Like I have nothing. If I was to like, uh, I have nothing in my phone on K right now. You know what I'm saying? So everything I do now gotta be intentional. It gotta be. It gotta be. It gotta be because I'm, I'm right now. I'm I'm literally working like 
not just from the ground up, but I'm just kind of working from the ground up to sustain my career and my future for my family. And so the obstacles, bro, it's been so many obstacles, bro. But when I tell you every obstacle has like literally birthed something inside of me, it's birthed my, it's birthed, it's birthed new belief, it's birthed new greatness, it's birthed new passions, it's birthed new, just new, just new lanes and new and new doors. And I promise you like, trouble don't last always. Like the obstacles gonna happen. And it's always obstacles. Like it's, it's always something going on, but it's always, but when I tell you all this is when you're a good person and um, God continues to make ways out of no way. Like that's how I know that God was in this movie because it's been so many times Maja literally were like, I just didn't know how I was gonna get to point A to point B, but God provided a miracle came, like a blessing came, an opportunity came and, God has been God has been good. So I just think, you know what, if you can just stay down and stay ten stay ten toes down when you're going through those tough times and know that those situations is going to get better, you're going to make it. And because people, good people don't go through struggles for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Those struggles make you better. Those struggles make you um prepare for what's coming your way. So it's so many obstacles I can I, it's so many I can obstacles I can name literally, but it's like for me, it's to the point now I change my mindset. It's like, you know what, if I'm going through a tough time, if that money looking low. If I don't know how I'm gonna pay that bill or whatever, like I know, I just know, like I just know, like I just know that it's a part of the journey and I know that God is getting ready to bless me in a mighty, mighty, in a mighty, mighty way. So I just look at it like that. It's all about mindset and perspective and people- All really about mindset. Up, yo. They mess themselves up truly like just by thinking so negative. And I think coming from a small town and being that energetic person and going to going to A&T, shout out to North Carolina A&T, those opportunities and those experiences has prepared us to deal with the naysayers to deal with the you know the, the negative people because we know how to deal we know how to navigate so it's been a lot of obstacles but you know what i'm saying the obstacles outweigh the obstacles is, are good because it helps you get to that good those good days right right i love uh, i just love that i love everything about what you just said but my favorite part was about you talking about how what or what obstacles birth right like they birth greatness they birth new opportunities they birth new lanes, they birth open doors. I absolutely love that. So when we think about, you know, I, and, and another thing that was interesting that you said is, you know, taking a leap of faith, meaning, you know, the obstacles don't stop, right? Like after you overcome one, it's another one waiting on you. It keeps coming, like it keeps <laughs> on you, bro. Like you like, yo, what is going on? But I think the thing is with obstacles, it's like, you know, I think what God does is like, he wants us to figure out what we can learn from that. You know what I'm saying? So if it wasn't me going through the obstacle when I first moved here, I would have learned that you can't have priority. It's got people, when I tell you, like, seriously, a lot of you not mind, when I tell you it's people who really are waiting for opportunity to sow into our lives, to sow into our visions, but we block our blessings by that pride. And you know what I mean? That's when they got learned. Like, I'm like, I ain't profitable. Like, <laughs> If I need some money, like, I'm like, yo, like, I'm taking donations, you know what I'm saying? And, like, when I tell you the amount of love, and this how I knew that this was, I'm I'm in the, I'm in the right, I'm in the right business, and I'm, I'm doing what I need to do, because when people start investing their own money into your career, you know what I'm saying? People that, you know what I'm saying, you might have one encounter, one encounter or whatever, that's how I tip all the time, like, people always remember how you make them feel. It could be that one interaction, but, like, and that one interaction connected, so money into your life like i promise you like this like it's just been so much i know we're gonna get to it more but you gotta just them obstacles really birth something bro it really really birth something you, people gotta believe that like don't don't get don't get frustrated don't get don't get mad or angry but just know like if you just stay 10 toes down and you say keep going and be a good person it's all gonna work out 
Come on, 10 toes down. So so how would you say, um, and I know we've talked a lot about, you know, how opportunities give you strength and help you grow, but how would you say you stay afloat? Even, you know, because you talked about, it seems, you know, the obstacles don't stop because, you know, God always wants you to learn something or take something from those things. So how do you stay afloat? What makes you like say, you know, I'm not gonna give up, I'm gonna stay here. Cause I know you think about like, you know, forget this. I, <laughs> I'm done, I'm done. So, so how do you stay afloat and really, uh, uh, build that resilience to say, even though this is hard, it's, I don't know what, I, I, I'm going to see it through. You know what's crazy, Mike? I think my entire life has really been like about resilience and staying true to the test. And you know what I mean? That's something that I just, as a little kid, you know what I'm saying? Like when I, I tell this all the time, like I used to be like huge and like just like going through that process of losing weight, that was already uh, resilience when you want to quit, when you want to give up. So I just thank God for allowing me to go through that. Um, but on top of that, just having that resilience at an early age, you gotta just know like why are you doing something? Like what is your why? Like are you are you trying to do this because you want to get fame? Are you trying to like what is your why? You know what I'm saying? For me, I know that the trajectory of what my future is is going to be able to like open so many doors for so many other people, break generational curses, get people to talk about their struggles. And unfortunately, we live in a world where until a person sees somebody that they know, you know what I'm saying, can do it and. And it's just like it's just like knowing your why, and also knowing kind of what what, what by how you stick it to like stick it true to the test can help so many people. That's what keeps me going. And also, not only just that, but that why really you have to understand what your why is because I promise you that why is going to be the only thing that keeps you going when you want to quit. Because it's moments where you're like, you know what, I'm tired. I keep getting no's. I keep getting rejections. People say I'm good. People say I need to get work. It's so many things that's coming at you. You got people in the entertainment industry trying to talk bad of your name. Like it's so many parts of the enemy. Like. You have to be a special. You have to be a special kind of person to mentally deal with the tall wall of this 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 city. Like it's it's so much. <laughs> it's so much. Like it's just so much. It's different. You know what I mean? But I just you got to just know your why. You have to know who you are and truly. And I know like that's that seems so. We hear all the time, like all the time, but it's so true because that why is going to get you up every single day after bed. And when you don't feel like yourself, you feel like you're ugly. You feel like you don't look like your best self. Like. It's like, you know what, yo, like, I can keep going. And I would just say knowing your why and just having good, a good tribe of people who remind you like other 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 tri other uh like the strides you've been making. Because a lot of times we just always we're so busy on the now that we can appreciate the process and we can appreciate the growth that was already being established and because we're so focused on like where we're trying to go. And so it's a lot of growth that's been happening. I think you can't it is a lot of obstacles, but it's a lot of growth. So like, you know what I'm saying, like Pick which one is, you know what I'm saying, ways, right. to, ways the best for you. And then, you know what I'm saying, use that to your best ability to keep going. And, and when you when you mentioned growth, right, you've said that a lot, just like how much you've grown and how much you've learned. What yeah. is most rewarding for you? Like where you are right now um, mm -hmm. and just thinking about everything that you've overcome um, and, and everything that you've <laughs> uh, learned and how much you've grown, what is most rewarding for you in, in, in your, in your role or in this space that you're in? I would just say, honestly, Maj is, uh, that you don't have to be anybody but yourself. You know what I mean? Like, that's the biggest thing. Like we hear so many things about like, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, but no, you can be yourself and just being comfortable to be, to be myself in every room, no matter why I'm in. Cause there's been a lot of good opportunities out here in LA. I can't even lie. Like God really has blessed me, but I would say the key to the, my success is just being Jamal. I can't be nobody else. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and sometimes that could, if I used to think that could hurt me or, you know what I'm saying? Or they could, you know what I'm saying? Help me. But 
I just realized at the end of the day, like when I go to sleep, all I know is Jamal Avery, that energy, high energy person. So it's like you're either gonna rock with me or not rock with me. I mean, you know what I mean? But either way, like I can just say, like I've been myself every single day these past two years and it has gotten me far. And I just look forward to just doing that. Like, because you hear so many stories about like, people just changing who they are, the core of who they are. You see it all the time. You see people, you be in rooms, people, you know what I'm saying, who's smoking all like crack cocaine, all of that stuff, you know what I'm saying? And just being able to to be so aware of your surroundings and say, no, you know what, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to to, to do this because just to, you know what I'm saying, to fit in, or I'm not going to, to go to this opportunity because, oh, it, it looks good. The energy not right, I'm not in the door. <laughs> I genuinely, I I like, I just, like, I, I do believe sometimes you have to do what you have to do, but for me, it's like, at the end of the day, like, the energy has to be right for me, and it's like, that's why we are blessed to be doing what we're doing, like, for you starting your podcast, for me doing this on our own journey, because our room, our experiences are going to make room, and we are enough, and we are the room, and you know what I'm okay. saying? That's how I feel, so I would just say, just being able to be myself, being consistent, um, and when I go to sleep at night, I wake up knowing that Jamal, like, you you being you being yourself like you yourself. I don't have to worry about changing up for nobody. And I'm right. I, I love yeah. it. I love it. So so we haven't gotten a chance to catch up yet. But I actually um I I had lunch yesterday with Dorian. Um uh, yeah. So we, we, we I know right. <laughs> Hey Dor, yes, I got. I gotta tell you about that offline. Um, I love Dorian so much, but um, yeah, we we got to chit chat. Um, but so Dorian and I were talking, and uh, we were talking about just like some of the decisions in my life, and just like you know where I want to go next, and 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 things like that. And we were talking about taking you know leaps of faith, and so he ended up telling me that he actually before we went to lunch, he had talked to Judy Rashid. I was like, oh. Um, I know y'all don't know these names, but that's not the point. So anyway, he was telling me that her and uh, he and her were having a conversation about, you know, taking leaps of faith and, you know, just taking risk and doing what you want um, in, in, in your life. And one thing he told me that she said was so important to me and it, and it just resonated with me. I've been thinking about it since he told me. He said, whatever risk you choose not to take and whatever decisions you choose not to make whatever whatever it is that you want to do and 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 you choose not to do it honey that's gonna be sitting right there with you at your deathbed so when you on your deathbed you're going to think about everything that you chose not to do whether it be because of fear because of doubt because of worry because of anxiety because of any of those things and that just shook me it shook me um and it it really made me think of why taking a leap of faith is so important because I don't want to leave this world, leave this earth uh, uh, with any regrets, but not just that, but I don't want to leave um, with the ability to say, I wish I would have done such and such, or I wish I would have done such and such. I want to be able to do everything that's in this mind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I want to ask you, why do you feel taking a leap of faith is so important? Oh my gosh. It's like, I, it's, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's one of those things where it's like, are you breathing? Like, are you still like, are you really are you waking up every single day? That's why it's important. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, I'm like, why waste a breath like not being happy? Why waste a life not being like? That's kind of how I feel. I look at it. I'm like, like if you still have another day on this earth to do something great, I don't care what it is. Like, and my thing is, why we fear? Like, I understand why we fearful, but like, let's. Let's go down and break this whole fearful thing down. Like, like 
figure out figure out why is it fearful like is it fearful because you don't know how you're gonna get upset pay your bills is it fearful because like you just never seen it done like figure out what fear looks like for you and figure out how to you know what i'm saying like have surgery on that thing and dissect it and figure it out and whatever and then once you figure out the root cause of that fear or what it is i know for me my fear came from just not feeling like i was enough i wasn't confident in myself i wasn't i never seen it done before you know what i'm saying like my dad was, uh, he wasn't my life like that at all. He was on uh, drugs heavy. And so, you know what I'm saying? My fear was like, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying, go down the, like those that, that same path. I want to make sure like I'm living a life of happiness because I want to be able to to take care of my, you know what I'm saying, my people, to take care of my family. So I think when you figure out what your fear is or what it is that's like holding you bound, like holding you like not feeling like you can do it, that's going to be able, that's how you're going to be able to get overcome that fear. Until you do that, like, it's always going to be fear. Like fear is always going to live with us, but figure out what's your fear. Like what's the root cause of your fear. And then when you figure that out, like you unstoppable, like it's, it's game time. But I would just say taking a leap of faith is important because it's like, we, we have life. We all have a purpose on this world, like on this life. And you say the best, it's like, you don't want to be old and like asking yourself and wish you would did everything else. But on top of that, it's like, you want to be able to, I want to be like, I'm like, God, if you gave me another day, if we if we made it 2021, I'm like, you got, it's a purpose to me on this earth. So like, I don't want to block your, I don't want to block, I don't want to block your purpose to my life by me just being fearful over something that I don't have to be fearful of. I need to just trust you with everything and I got to give you my all and just know that it's all going to work out. So I would just say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. Another thing that you said that I really loved was kind of talking about um, this being a trial and error experience for you because, you know, taking this leap of faith, there was nobody, you know, in your position that you could call on and say, I need help. You yeah. know, what What did you do when this happened to you? You know yeah. what I'm saying? How did you respond when this happened to you? And the thing about it is, I don't think it's just you. I think that's what happens when you take that leap of faith because in, in, in reality, there's not a lot of people that are bold enough or courageous enough to take a leap of faith so you yeah. find yourself in those spaces where i don't have any i don't have any friends i could call on to to talk about this particular situation because this is trial and error for me i'm the first to do this um so another thing you said was because you've taken this leap of faith now you can help somebody else right like now you can be that mentor or that friend from somebody else who wants to up and move somewhere or chase their dream career and they don't know how they're gonna do it so what advice do you have for people who are in this place where they want to take that leap of faith but like you said it's it's fear right like i'm afraid I don't know if I'm being pay my bills. I don't know what my friends are going to think. I don't know what my family is going to think, you know, and I, I just don't know if this is going to be right for me, but I want, I feel it. I want to take this leap of faith. I feel like this is my purpose, but I am so scared. What do you tell them? I'm just telling them, bro, like, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, like, and I know it's so easy to say they're done. I promise you, like, it's a, I don't even know how to break it down. It's a it's a mental battle. Like it's a mental battle. It's really a mental battle. It's a mental, 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 mental battle. But you just gotta want like you just gotta say, like, screw it. I'm just gonna do it. Like I know it's so that's so like common and it's so like people always tell the time, but like there's no other way. Like you just gotta just like do it. Figure out kind of what your why is and figure out kind of like ask yourself, like, are you happy? And the thing is about this happiness, like Success doesn't find like happiness for me. I feel like you define happiness by like how you feel on your way to success. You know what I'm saying? Like the the strides you take, the the uh the, the, the how you overcome those obstacles. Like you know what I'm saying? Like because it's people who are successful right now who are just depressed. 
You know what I'm saying? So my thing is, don't get it wrong. Like taking the taking the leap of faith and whatever it might be to be a rapper, to be whatever artist, to be just a famous whatever. Like that that is good. But are you happy? My thing is, I'm like God. If I ain't happy, I don't, I don't want it, God. I'm like Lord. I just want to be happy, Lord. I want to be happy. I want to be able to tell these stories, and I want to be I want to be happy. But you realize as you are happy, what comes with it? You know what I'm saying? What comes with the like? You know when you are reaching a level of success. But I would just say honestly, just do it. Like. Why, why keep wasting time? You know what I mean? Like this year was already tough for us. Like we, we survived the pandemic. Let's just, let's just, let's just even put that out there. Like for real, like we put like, we like we got through 2021. It's 2020 has been a really tough year for all of us. You know what I'm saying? Like even like it was a tough year, but my thing is we can survive that. Like you can survive anything. Like what you fearful of? <laughs> What are you like? Literally, like, like that right there. I feel like that was right there was just like the if there was like an EOG test we had to take. You know what I'm saying? Before we we tapped into our, our greatness, you know. So I feel like that was the test we had to take, and I feel like we all passed because we still here. So I'm like, you know, when you got your test results, you got the test. You know, what I mean? you passed it. So use use what you learn your whole life to uh, activate and like push that to your fullest potential, and um, let that drive you. Like, let that motivate you. Let that encourage you to know, like, you know what. I done did what most, you know what I'm saying? I done did a lot already. I overcame a lot already. So this is nothing but a, 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 a check off my checklist. I love it. Come on, check off the checklist. Checklist is so inspiring. Cause it, it, it like you said, it's just, so just do it. Like you're so inspiring, bro. Seriously. You know what? You know what? One thing I love that you said, um, uh, you know, when you talked about, you know, fear and, 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 and stuff like that and, and realizing what those things are. One thing I've realized about taking a leap of faith, honey, them fears ain't going nowhere. I don't know if y'all know that. They're not going nowhere. Them bills ain't going nowhere. Your family ain't going nowhere. Them friends ain't going nowhere. So whether you do it or you don't, they're not going nowhere. It's so not, you might as well do it. You know what I'm saying? Always going to be something. Like it's, it's, always- always, it's not going nowhere. It might look a little different once you move into a new era. But it's not going anywhere. So why not just do it? Like you said, why keep wasting time? Just do it. I love that. That's going to be my last moment for today. Uh, just do it. Literally just do it. Because like you said, like it's not going anywhere. And I think we think like once you take the faith, like it's going to go somewhere. But I'm like, you know what? Anything like you taking that jump is going to be able to help you navigate through those other times when you're feeling low, those dark times, those no's, those rejections. Because I promise you, it's been a lot of no's. Like it's been a lot of no's. Don't get me wrong. It's been a lot of no's. A lot of no's. <laughs> like a lot of no's. But as you always say, the queen, the eighty-one, no doesn't mean it's over. You know. That's okay. And so opportunities. You feel me? So it's like using that. I just honestly, Maja, my prayer for everyone in this world just is that we can really take control of our over our mind and our overall thoughts and be able to navigate that once we able to navigate that we are unstoppable we are keys and queens like and we can navigate and really jump start something that's already inside of us lit that like light the fire that's already inside of us that's been waiting for us to light because it's already lit don't get me wrong the fire has already been lit in us it's just like you know what taking the next step but you know what i want i want to make a volcano <laughs> come on volcano <laughs> you know what I mean so I just I look at it like that but I just think you know what I'm saying like it just do it like just do it uh just do it you you we are birthed we are we are equipped we are ready you know what I'm saying we prepare for this moment so just do it
I love it. I love it. Jesse, that's going to be my Maj moment. Jamal, I thank you so much. Thank you so, so, so much. And I just love telling different stories because somebody is going to relate some way, right? Like you may not be able to relate to my story, but maybe they can relate to your story. Um, And I don't know, I'm just inspired by that because I think I'm in a place where I'm, you know, just trying to figure out life, right? Like I think it's trial and error for everybody. And I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm scared too, Jail. I get scared a lot because I'm very calculated. I'm a planner, I'm structured, you know, and I'm like, uh-uh, this don't fit into the plan. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing it. But sometimes what the real purpose don't fit into your plan. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's one thing that I'm learning. And that's why I said the 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 uh, tip that that Judy Rashid gave Dorian about you know all the things that you choose not to do are gonna sit with you at your at your deathbed or, or uh, yeah yeah at your deathbed it was just like wow if I don't do this it's not going to get done you know what I mean and so this this conversation has inspired me I mean just to tell you have defied all odds okay like queen you are my queen like my <laughs> so special like I'm sorry I just. I am just so just excited, like, because just our growth as uh, a youth, like, just a unit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I just remember, like, just, like, 2015 and just, like, us just, like, being everywhere together and just, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just being at odds and, you know what I'm saying, both of our journeys together, man, it's just, it's so special, like, the fact that we are even having this conversation now, like, five years later, still, still ain't nothing changed, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just so, I'm so proud of you, Queen, truly, truly, and I'm always going to be in your corner, always, for what you want, every step of the way, so. Honey, you know I'm here, just make sure I got some free tickets somewhere, BT Awards, Grammys, or something, okay, guys, okay, the Oscars, I just need to I can get the dress. I can get the dress and get my makeup done. I just need the ticket, honey. Just give send me the ticket. No, honey, I am honored to be your friend. Honor. And not because of um where you're going, but your choice uh, uh to pursue where you're going. That that is the encouragement for me. That is the inspiration for me. Um so I, I just thank you so much for, for doing this interview. First of all, this is long overdue. It's a long overdue. Um, and and you know what's crazy? Actually, you know. Uh, the first time we talked about doing an interview together, I was actually going to kind of theme it around homecoming because it was around October. And then me and Asha ended up doing an episode together. Shout out to Asha. I saw yeah. that. First of all, our, our episode was great, but I'm glad we didn't do an uh, uh, the homecoming episode because I think this was a lot more um, valuable yeah. um, and, and relevant. So I think, you know, I feel like we had so much more. Homecoming is great, but I feel like we had so much more to dive into. So, so I, I really appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so that's that's all I have. Um, we we need to do a catch up session. So I'm gonna text you. <laughs> so I'm gonna text you and get some time so we can do a catch up session. But again, thank you so much for being here and and shedding some of your light and giving us your inspiration. I I your words mean the world. Oh man, no, thank you so much. This is awesome. Like I like I said, I think this is this is amazing. I'm like I think what you got going on is so special. Like you said, like right now, it's a tough time. So coming together and giving people stories about their trajectory, like you said, like the things they're going through, the things they've been able to overcome, it's so essential. It's so important because where we're all are headed. And um, Queen, you the doors are opening, <laughs> Queen. So just stay the course. And congrats on the recent job. Yes, oh, thank you. <laughs> Yes, yes. So I will keep you posted on the episode and I'll talk to you soon. All right. Blessings. Yeah, love, yeah, love, yeah. love you. Bye. All right, y'all. That's all I got for you this week. Y'all, next week is the season finale. 
I don't know. I'm so sad, but I got to do this so I can bring you way better content for the new season. So I'm taking some time to plan and do some rebranding and all of that good stuff so I can come back better than ever. So I got something really exciting for the season finale. So y'all make sure y'all look out for that. And I will catch y'all then. Peace. Get the mic. Honey, I got something to say. Ooh, I like that. Can you turn that up for me? No, like, it's Maja. But you know, Maj for short. <laughs> Ask Maj.